0: Week 9 of NFL action. The Extra Point is here with Matt. Bobby is back with us, and of course I am Wes. Bobby, what's up, man? Welcome back.
1: Yep, yeah, what's going on, fellas? Yeah, yeah. sorry take make it last night. Schedules crazy, you know, as always right now. Yeah, under-
0: will- understandably so. You got a lot going on over there. Uh, Matt, what's up, dude? Yeah.
2: Not much, man. Ready to, uh, ready to knock this out. Ready to knock it out the park, baby. Let's go.
0: Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Eh? So let's go ahead and jump in. we got a lot coming up tonight. we got, of course, our picks, locks, bold predictions, book it with Bobby, what's grinding Matt's gears. We're continuing our power rankings, and also we are doing our midseason awards. So we're doing MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year on the Offensive and Defensive side, and Coach of the Year. So we got a lot to do in this episode. Let's jump right into picks. Green Bay. Five and two going against San Francisco at four and four. San Francisco is completely debilitated on both sides of this of this team with injuries. I mean injuries a plenty. And Green Bay coming off a surprising loss to the uh, Minnesota Dalvin Cooks, who just annihilated them last week. Now, Bobby, we didn't get to uh, get, hear a lot from you, so I'm going to start with you on this. Go ahead and give us your uh, give us the spread, and then give us your pick.
1: Yeah. So Green Bay's uh, on the road favored so by. Uh, uh Six-point favorites. Obviously, San Fran's really beat up right now with Kittle and Garoppolo out. Um, Green Bay coming off a tough loss. Um, Pretty much single handed by Dalvin Cook. I see Green Bay um – Really winning this game and covering the spread um, with a beat-up San Francisco team. I like Green Bay in this one, winning 30-17. to 17.
0: Yeah, I like Green Bay as well in this one. I think just the fact that they're healthier is the big difference in this one. Not too much other than that. Nick Mullins will be fine at the quarterback position. I don't really have an issue with him, and if they run the ball, they might have a shot. But I got Green Bay winning this one 27-20. Matt, what you got?
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I got I got Green Bay uh, pretty much just being in control of this game. They're gonna have a bounce back game for sure. So I, I have them winning 28 to
0: 14. Green Bay definitely one of those teams that can quickly turn it around and uh, and and get going again fast. So we'll see what they do. But at this moment, we all have Green Bay. Next, we move into our Sunday games. The first one, kind of an odd one to pick. Uh, New York Giants one and seven at the Washington Football Team that is two and five. A whole lot going on in Washington on both sides of the ball. New York seemed to kind of figure something out on Monday night. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and I'll start this one out.
1: Yeah, Washington's uh, favored uh, to me kind of a shocking spread right here. Washington's at home, favored by three points. Yeah, that's kind of surprising to
0: me, too. It seems like they're just going to kind of give them the you know the straight-up battle with the three-under being at home. But I have the Giants in this one. I think the Giants did really figure something out last week. I think Sterling Shepard was amazing, and if, if – uh, if Daniel Jones can get it under control and get a little more accurate with those passes against a Washington football team who's, you know, while they are doing, you know, not too bad defensively, um, the, the offense is just – it's terrible. So give me New York in this one, in an ugly one, 13-17. Uh, to 17. Uh, Matt.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you guys remember, they just played two weeks ago and right. the Giants won 20 to 19. Uh, you know, Washington went on that. They they went for two instead of uh, tying it up and going into overtime. I, if if Keenan or Keenan Allen, uh, if, uh, Kyle uh, Allen, Allen can uh, not throw an interception and not lose a fumble, uh, I think Washington wins that game. So I'm gonna pick them to win this one at home. Uh, I have them winning 23 to 17.
0: Another close one, Bobby. What you got, buddy?
1: Yeah, uh, Matt and I are very similar in this. Um, Really not much in touch on this game right here. But, uh, you know, one thing about the New York Giants I'm pretty impressed about is they've they've actually played hard every game this year. They haven't really gotten blown out. I really didn't watch much of the uh, Tampa game the other night. I heard there was a controversial call uh, Mm -hmm. that was made, and they actually took them down there to the wire. Um, I I like this New York team right here. I think Danny Jones is – you know, looking to be like a solid quarterback here in this league right now. I think they should be decently happy with them. Uh, close game, but um, I actually have this as an upset with Washington, obviously three-point favorites, but I got New York winning 23-18. to 18, Very similar to Matt's.
0: All right, all right. Cool. Very similar, but with the Giants winning instead of Washington. So kind of on the same page with me and Matt there on that one score-wise. Chicago 5-3 and three against Tennessee 5-2. and two. Both teams taking losses last week. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread, and I'm going to start with Matt on this one. Matt, who you got?
1: Yeah, so Chicago's favored by five and a half on the road. Wow, five and a half—that—that's that, that's kind of wild. That is wild.
2: Yeah, yeah, wasn't expecting that either. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you know what they say—defense travels—and that's pretty much what has carried Chicago most of the season. Uh, with that quarterback controversy that's now going on there, with people going back and forth between Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. Now they both aren't aren't starting quarterbacks, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, give me, man, this one's tough. This one's real tough. Uh, I'm going to pick Tennessee actually on this one. Uh, I think they're going to, they need to bounce back when they got, they got beat pretty bad that past week. So give me Tennessee 24 to 20.
0: Yeah, I, I got Tennessee in this one too, man. And then we have very similar scores. I actually have Tennessee in this one, 24 to 28. Uh, they go back to the run game. Tannehill looks a little bit better, uh, and uh, they spread the ball out a little bit more in this one, and that's what gets them the dub in this one. So give me the Tennessee Titans getting the rebound game, and Chicago continues to fall backwards. Bobby, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of going opposite with you guys on this one. I think that, uh, you know, I think Chicago's uh, front seven is going to really stack the box to stop Derrick Henry in this one right here. Um, I kind of like Chicago's defense a little bit better than Tennessee's in this one. I also have a close game, and I'm going the opposite with you guys. I'm going Chicago, winning this one 21-17.
0: Okay, Chi-Town with the win for Bobby. All right, we got Detroit at Minnesota. Big headline of this one is uh, Matt Stafford, of course, getting – he is positive for COVID or he is quarantining because he was close to somebody that was high risk for it. Uh, Multiple stories kind of coming out right now. But, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread on this one, and uh, I'll start it out.
1: Yeah, so um, in this one, uh, Minnesota's favored
0: by four. Yeah, and, do, and rightly so. They should be favored in this one, especially with the potential of the Lions not having Matt Stafford. I mean, this is a game the Vikings need to win. If they want to have any shot at trying to climb up in this division, I mean, Green Bay is obviously the king of the – king of the nfc north right now but you know there's wild card positions are plenty right now and and that keeps a lot of these teams with these bad records in it so if minnesota wants any kind of shot at turning it around with a healthy dalvin cook they have to win this one i think they get it done and they they win it 31 28 even without matt stafford the lions fight
1: bobby who got yeah so i also heard in this one obviously with matt stafford being out apparently uh, kenny galladay is not going to be in right now uh this game uh last i heard right here that Matt um, Kennedy Galladay is going to be out in this game right now. So obviously, you know, the the main passing target for Detroit is going to be TJ Hopkinson. Um,
0: and Joan, Marvin Jones.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And Marvin Jones, exactly. Um, or Marvin Hall, I'm sorry, I think, isn't it? Jones. And Marvin Jones. Okay, Jones, yeah. Um, I just don't see Detroit being able to keep up with Minnesota. A healthy Dalvin Cook obviously looked very nasty last week. I don't see this one being really close. I got Minnesota definitely covering the four. I got them one in this one, 27-13. I guess the beat up Detroit team. Not beat up, but a Matthew Stafford loves Detroit team.
0: Absolutely. Matt, uh, you with us on Minnesota, or you got Detroit upsetting?
1: So I hear that even,
2: well, if Matt Stafford has um, five continuous days, you know, that's what it is. That's what the protocol of testing negative that he can play. So that means Sunday, if he tests negative Sunday morning, he can play Sunday afternoon. Um that's, you know, pending here. So, if I think he's going to play, I still have Minnesota winning. I don't think it's going to matter. I have Minnesota winning this game, twenty-seven, twenty-four.
0: Minnesota. Yeah, and
1: 27-24. I'm just reading this right now that first game that Kenny Galladay is pretty much out with that uh, hurt hip and is exactly. possibly for a week. Carolina
0: Panthers three and five going against the seven and one Kansas City Chiefs. There is reports that McCaffrey will be returning for this game. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread and start us out.
1: Kansas City's favored by 10.5, rightfully so, after last week's explosion. You know, they kind of showed a little bit of inconsistency the week's previous. Everybody was, like, kind of thinking, as ah, an offense kind of slowing down a little bit? But they proved a lot of people wrong last week. Even with McCaffrey there, I just don't see Carolina's defense being able to keep up with this. I don't even see this as a close game. I actually see this as a blowout. Kansas City covers that 10.5. It went 42-20. to 20. Matt,
0: what
2: you got? Yeah, I have Kansas City uh, pretty much dominating that really bad Carolina Panthers uh, secondary there. I think they're going to punish them. What, what was your score there, Bobby? 42-20, to 20, Kansas City. <clears throat> yeah, that's, I'm, I'm real close to that. I'll go 38-14, uh, um, Kansas City.
0: And I am 35-24, Kansas City. I think Kansas City will exploit that secondary and uh... – you know, I mean, do what they do, keep rolling. It was, it was encouraging to see them throttle a team they should have throttled last week. Uh, this is another one that they really need to pay attention to, and uh, I hope they get a lot of work on because this could easily go the other way if they keep Carolina in this. They can, they can get involved late. So give me Kansas City in this one, though. They get the dub. And that's going to be a sweep for Kansas City. The next game we have is Houston at Jacksonville. A minor note in this game, probably not a big impact. McCown. Get signed off the Eagles practice squad to the Texans. So, once another, once again, another team from McCown. Uh, the the journeyman, like Fitzpatrick, is on the Houston Texans roster. Now, we have two one and six teams in this one. Uh, Gardner Minshew will not be starting with the Jags. It will be Jake Lutton, the rookie. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread. Matt, you can start us out. Uh,
1: Houston's um, on the road, favored by seven.
2: Oh, still favored by seven. Um, Yeah, I mean, Houston romp stomped the Jags that last game, mainly in the fourth quarter. They just really took over. Um, I don't really see that happening this time around. I think Jacksonville's going to play a little bit better. Uh, Who's there? Who's, yeah, that starting quarterback situation is. Jake Lutton will be the
0: starter. Who? Jake Lutton. J A K E L U T O N.
2: Fantastic. Good for him. Uh,. Yeah, I still have Houston winning it just because of that factor right there. Um, I got them winning uh, 28-20. Bobby.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, really not confident in this Jacksonville team right now. I think that um, uh, I think that Houston's going to come out guns blazing right now. Jacksonville's kind of just like the Cowboys, just trying to figure out what they have. Just you know, putting in. Um, bits and pieces of players that they don't know who they have to see if they have, if they're going to keep you next year or whatnot. I think Deshaun Watson has another big game this week against Jacksonville. Um, I got Houston one of this one, 28 to 14.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, looking at this one, it's really easy to go with Houston on it and, I'm going to go with Houston on it because it is easy, but I don't see it being a blowout. I think the offense is going to be severely surrounded by the run game or or led by the run game. Robinson's been fantastic, and I think if they can get him going early, they have a good shot of staying in this game. Uh, But at the end of the day, the Jacksonville defense is what's going to cost this team, and they will lose – because of it, 28-24. to 24. I think Jacksonville does stay in this game and keep it relatively close, but Houston goes with the win, and Jacksonville stays in the top three in regards to draft pick status. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Baltimore 5-2, and Indy 5-2. and This is an interesting matchup, and I kind of went back and forth on my picks with this one because I wasn't really sure which way I wanted to go. But uh, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and uh, I'll start us out.
1: I'm sorry, guys. Uh, it kind of broke up there. What game are we talking about? No right problem. Now Baltimore,
0: Indianapolis. Five and two teams going at it.
1: Yeah, Baltimore and Indy. Uh, this one's actually a pretty good game right here. Um, uh, Baltimore is on the road, favored by two and a half against
0: Indy. You got the number one defense in Indy at, the, at this moment versus the number one rush game of the Baltimore Ravens. And you know, I really wanted to pick Indy in this game. I really did. Um, I think that what's going to be the difference maker is the Baltimore defense, and I think they get to Rivers and they rattle Rivers, and that's what's going to be the difference. Lamar Jackson, I think, will have another, I don't want to say, I, I, wanna, I guess I will just say it, mediocre day. Uh, he'll be about average. But it'll be the, it'll be the run game that gets a go, and they get the win in this one 24-17.
1: Bobby? Yeah, I mean, you know um... – I kind am of, not. I can't say I'm disappointed in Lamar Jackson, you know, but he definitely hasn't lived up to what everybody, you know, predicting him, you know, being one of the top – I mean, him and Mahomes as the top two quarterbacks fantasy-wise and just in general in the league besides Russell Wilson. But I actually see um, an explosion by Baltimore this week. I think it's going to be a hell of a football game. I think and he's going to have the lead most of the game, and I think you're going to see Lamar Jackson – do some Lamar Jackson stuff, and I think I, I'm expecting a big day from Lamar. I got them winning this one, and actually a high-scoring game, higher-scoring game than a lot of people have it. 32 to 27, Baltimore.
0: 32-27, Baltimore. Matt, you got the sweep. You got the Colts getting it. Is it close? What's going on?
2: I got the Colts. I got the Colts winning. 33-28. I think uh, this is just going to be one of those games. Phillip Rivers is going to have. He's going to be tossing the ball around. He's going to be feeling good. Might have a pick thrown in there, but I think he's going to probably throw three or four touchdowns. It's going to be a real fun game to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Colts, man.
0: Definitely looking forward to that, and I could see that game going either way for sure. The battle of six-win teams, you have the 6-1 and one Seattle Seahawks versus the 6-2 and two Buffalo Bills. Uh, Seattle looking really good last week. The defense is still something to be, uh, to be cautious of, but they are atop the NFC at the moment. And the Buffalo Bills leading that AFC East, getting the big win versus the Patriots. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. Matt, lead us off.
1: Yeah, so Seattle's better by three in this game. I'm going to go ahead and pass on this one because this is going to be booked with Bobby on this game.
2: 10-4. Yeah, I got uh, Seattle winning 30-28. to 28. It's going right. to be a real fun game to watch again on this one here. And uh, Russell Wilson, he's going to just keep doing, doing his thing, proving he's going to be MVP.
0: Russell Wilson's going to do what Russell Wilson does, and what Russell Wilson does is win football games. Uh, he's going to go out there and be massively impressive. But the only thing that does have me a little nervous is that it is in Buffalo. Uh, so that a lot of the passing that you typically see, they're going to have to – Pete Carroll's going to have to figure out a different way to go about it, and I, I look forward to it because it's usually pretty pretty fun to watch. So another really good game. I have Seattle winning this one, the weather being a big element in this, and so I have a low-scoring affair. Twenty-one twenty Seattle, and a close one, man, really close one. Bobby has it as his book it session, so we'll save that one for him for the end. Denver at Atlanta. Bobby, we're going to start out with you on this one. I'm going to have you give us a spread and uh, lead us off, buddy.
1: Yeah, so um, Atlanta's at home, fair by three and a half in this. Denver obviously coming off a decent win. Um, we got to see, um, you know – uh come on refresh my mind right there quarterback uh drew locks actually had a really solid performance and a decent win last week uh atlanta is um obviously they're not the atlanta that was in the beginning of the season you know this is a team that's uh starting to figure things out a little bit they're starting to uh um you know the uh, matt ryan and receivers obviously ridley and julio jones and um and company are starting to find that connection right here um i think it's going to be a decent close game i think denver's definitely well improved but i think it's going to be too much uh at atlanta i like atlanta in this game 27 to 20
0: all righty i also like atlanta in this one in I have it as an extremely close game because I was really impressed with what I saw from this Denver defense. This Denver defense has been completely riddled with injuries. And they're still, you know, they're 11th right now statistically. But they're a top 10 defense right now in my eyes. And they're one game away from 500 in a tough AFC West. I don't care what you say. It's a tough division. Falcons, they're also in a tough division as well. I have Atlanta winning this in an extremely close one. The difference maker being the fact that Atlanta has a lot of difference makers. They get it done in a very close one, 24 to uh, 21, Atlanta wins it off a Coup field goal. Matt, go ahead.
2: Uh, it's funny, yeah. Actually, I have the same score as Bobby. <clears throat> I have it like I have the Falcons winning this game. Uh, I know Drew Locks coming off that high. Talked about it yesterday with that locker room speech he had at halftime, mm-hmm. he seemed to propel that team. Um, again, I said it. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't believe in Drew Lock. I don't think he's uh, there yet. And just because you had that one one little game, I think he's going to come back down to earth, like Bobby said, as well. Defense has been playing a lot better since uh, Danny Quinn was let go and Raheem Morris has taken over. And, yeah, Atlanta getting, getting another dub here.
0: Atlanta getting another dub indeed. Now, I'm going to go ahead and interrupt real quick before uh, before we move on to the next game. We do have some... Breaking news right now at the moment, three key 49ers were just put on the COVID list. Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel, all three on the COVID list, will not be playing versus the Packers on Thursday night. So just continue to add to the list for the uh, for the 49ers, man. They can't catch a break, guys. They cannot catch a break. Uh, moving into the 4 o'clock games, games, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at 4-3 versus the Chargers at 2-5. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread. I'll leave this one off. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, so Chargers, another very, you know what, this is to me probably one of the closest games, uh, very interesting matchup, um, Chargers are favored by one point.
0: Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna take the Raiders in this one, I have the Raiders winning this one actually by one point, uh, I have them winning 17 to 16 in a weird, a very weird, weird game, but I have the Raiders getting it done, I think that Herbert's gonna throw over 300 again, he's gonna have a lot of yards. Uh, and they're going to lose a heartbreaker somehow, some way. The Raiders are going to win this game probably off the legs of Josh Jacobs, who seems to be having a resurgence after uh, having a little uh, muddy patch, so to speak, throughout the season at, from from some points. But uh, I got the Raiders winning this one. Close game, 17-16.
1: Bobby, what you got? Very close game as well. Um, I'm actually going with the upset in this one. I think that, um, you know, I think the speed – you know, for um, the Raiders, just going to be a little too much. I think they're going to bring a lot of heat on the defensive side of the ball. You know, for, uh, r- impressive rookie Justin Herbert, who I'm be anxious to see if anybody even has him up there as his offensive, uh, as a current offensive rookie of the year midseason form. Not sure about that. That'll be interesting to hear. But I got this game 27 to 20, Las Vegas. 27 20, Las Vegas.
0: Okay, Bobby. I mean, I'm Matt. Excuse me.
2: Nah, they're good, man. Uh I have uh, Vegas winning this game 20 to 17. Um I don't know, man, it's it's weird. I like the I like the way that they're they're kind of playing, you know. I love the way that John Gruden coaches that team. It's old school. And um 4 and 3. They're 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 sneaky I mean, they're sneakily good, man. And I think they're just going to pull away with one here.
0: They're in the right place at the right time for sure. Bobby, just to confirm, you picked the Raiders, right?
1: Uh, I did pit the Raiders, yes, okay. sir, 27-20. Perfect. All right, uh,
0: pit at Dallas. Bobby, obviously you're going to go last on this one, but go ahead and give us the spread, and uh, Matt, lead us off.
1: Shit, I can go first if you guys want. I don't have much <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. yeah Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I'll go first on this one, even though we always have our team, we go last, but I really don't have much to talk about this. Um, Pittsburgh favored by 13.5, the biggest uh, point spread of the week, rightfully so. Dallas going on there, what? fourth different quarterback in mm-hmm. four weeks in a row since so Dak got hurt yep so uh really much to say about this game man uh i think dallas might get a touchdown off of cooper rush i don't know who's going to start to be honest with you it's uh, to the point right now we're um, next man up no man no names or whatnot uh cooper okay. rush. yeah yeah cooper rush man i think he's gonna start over I'm, i don't even know who the other guy is that they happen right now now, nah, Delucci played last week, man, and apparently they're He's getting going, benched. What, two other... Yeah, he didn't look very really good. Mm-mm. No, he did not.
0: That whole, <laughs> team, that, that whole team does not look good. at all. Matt, who so,
1: you got, buddy? I got. it oh, Anyways, man. I got. I got. Well. Oh yeah, go I'll, ahead and give us a score. I'm go ahead. gonna go last. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Pittsburgh to me, you know, are, you know, one of the best team, best defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Obviously, um, not even a close game. I think Dallas might get a lucky late touchdown, but. 32-10, Pittsburgh. 32-10,
0: to 10, Pittsburgh. Matt, what you got? Uh,
2: I have 38-14, to 14, Pittsburgh. Um, not much to say. Let's, let's just keep it moving. Pittsburgh goes undefeated here again.
0: Yep, Pittsburgh moves on to 8-0. I start their defense in fantasy, of course. So I'm, I'm hoping for a high-scoring uh, game from the Pittsburgh Steelers and a low-scoring game from the Cowboys, and that's what I have. Uh, 28-7, Pittsburgh gets it done. Their defense continues to impress. Uh, not much more to say about that one, that's for sure. The four, last 425 game we have is actually kind of an interesting matchup. It's two of versus Kyler Murray, 4-3 Dolphins versus the 5-2 Cardinals. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and Matt, lead us off.
1: Love this game. I love this game. I can't wait to watch it right here. Anyways, uh, Arizona favorite by
2: 4.5. Yeah, man, I have uh, – in- I hope it goes this way. I'll probably end up being wrong. Um, I still, no matter what, I have Arizona winning this game. I, I I hope it's a shootout. I have Arizona winning thirty-four to thirty, and I hope it's just a, a back and forth uh, kind of game between Tua and Kyler. I think it's I think it could be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do what are y'all thoughts?
0: Yeah, I'll let Bobby go last on this one Since he's definitely the most hyped about it and I'm interested in this game too I think it's going to be awesome I, I want to say it's going to be a high-scoring affair But I need to see more out of Tua I think the defense kind of keeps them in this game But in the end, Arizona pulls away with all the weapons it has I'm, I'm getting more and more impressed with Arizona The farther we go into the season And I think they're starting to figure more out um, Especially from a consistency standpoint So give me Arizona in this one, 35-21 uh, It gets a little out of hand late But other than that, it's a close game The score doesn't really show reflect how the game goes by But Bobby, go ahead
1: yeah, you know what? I You know, I'm circling this one right here. I'm definitely gonna watch this game. Yes. Obviously, eyes above for Arizona right now with my boy. You know, Buddha. Uh, I gotta mention every, every every podcast. Uh, but don't forget <laughs> that Byron Murphy did get Byron Murphy did get COVID, so he's not gonna play. That's another starting secondary guy. Mm-hmm. For, um, for Arizona, uh, Miles Gaskins out uh, for three weeks, I think, with an injury as well. For Miami, and he's been the workhorse for the Dolphins. You know, the guy's him out. I mean, he gets the most carries in the game. Averages about four or five catches a game too. So he's kind of their workhorse guy. Um, Miami's defense was really impressive last week, as we talked about it, text, you know, via text, you know, during the game. I just think Arizona, coming off a of bye week right now, I think they're going to be fresh. They're at home. I got Arizona winning this one 30 to 20. It's going to be an entertaining game. Both these teams are fun to watch. Arizona is so fun to watch. That's my new team this year.
0: I'm telling you, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I've been rooting for him as well. You know, Of course, I have my fandom right now for Russell Wilson, but I definitely love watching that uh, Arizona team. And I love that DeAndre Hopkins isn't in the AFC South anymore because I, I can actually root for him because I do love the guy. Uh, but you got to hate him if he's in the AFC South. You know how it goes, Matt. Uh, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay is your Sunday night primetime game, 5-2 and two for 6-2, and two, and this is for control of this NFC South division. Bobby, I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask you for the spread, and Matt, our resident NFC South guy, I'm going to have you start with the first pick. Yep,
1: Tampa, uh, Tampa's favored
2: by 5. I thought it was going to be closer than that, but Tampa's favored by 5. Yeah, I a, uh, Yeah, I figured it'd be like a 3.5 or mm-hmm. even even lower than yeah. that. But, I mean, I have Tampa Bay winning 30-27. to 27. Uh, Drew Brees nickel and dimed them the last game. Uh, they played in week three or week two. And, uh, man, I, Buccaneers, are they they're, it seemed like they found their rhythm. And then that last game against the Giants, they kind of slipped up. Yeah, I think they'll find their rhythm again in this game, especially at home.
0: Yeah, Matt, I mean, you kind of nailed most of my points. So, I mean, I have Tampa Bay winning this game 24 to 27 or 27 24, whatever. But uh they're figuring it out. They were rough last week, uh, and, and you know what? I, I like what I saw last week because it was one of those tough, greedy games that if you want to be one of those competitive teams, you have to win, and I know it's the Giants, but once you're in the third quarter and you're you're, you're in such a tight game and you have to fight for that win and, and grind your way back, and they the, the ability and the way that they did it, that's very impressive no matter who you're playing against because it is the NFL. Uh, I like Tampa Bay in this one. They get it done 27-24.
1: Bobby. Yeah, Tampa gets redemption from, uh, I think it was week one when they played, right? Because that was that Drew Brees. Uh, That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Drew Brees, Manning, matchup, or not Manning, I'm sorry, Brady matchup. Yeah, that was week one. Uh, Tampa's, uh, I mean, New Orleans is a very scary football team. Alva Camara is, you know, having a heavy football season, obviously, right now. Um, Tampa's just starting to roll. I mean, obviously, they got battle-tested by the Giants last week. Um, I think this is gonna be a really close game. I can, you know, I mean, I got this one 30, 33 Tampa, a, a late field goal, maybe maybe even game only field goal in, in a tie game to win it. It's gonna be a fun one to watch. I got Tampa winning. A lot of good,
0: 30. A lot of good games on the docket this week. Uh, Monday night, it's kind of a stinker though. So we have the uh, Patriots at the Jets, uh, two and five versus yeah. zero and eight. Who would have thought the Patriots? Patriots would be in this position. We could definitely guess New York would be struggling, but I'm telling you right now, if New York wants to win a game, this might be it. Bobby, go ahead and give us a spread. I'll lead us off.
1: New England's favorite <laughs> seven.
0: Yeah, I'm taking New England still. Um, <laughs> Bill Belichick is not losing to the Jets. It's not going to happen. Uh, he's going to – they're going to grit this one. It's going to be ugly, but they're going to find a way to get it done. I uh, have New England winning this game 21-17, to another one of those kind of games. It's going to be – I mean, the Patriots just aren't right. Cam's turning the ball over consistently. This is a good game for them to kind of figure out who they want to be in the future going forward, but give me the Patriots in a close one. Bobby.
1: Not much to say about this one. Monday night, I'll be tired as hell from the weekend. I'll watch the first drive or two and go to bed, wake up, see the one. New England 17, Jets 13. Ugly game.
0: There you go. There you go, Matt. Go ahead and round it out.
2: New England 17, Jets 14. Ugly game. Very ugly game. Yeah, I'll be asleep at halftime.
0: There we go. All three of us will be asleep, and we'll be covering it for you on Tuesday because of highlights.
1: Aren't they great? Watch, watch. Well, I said we're going to sleep, and it'll probably end up being game of the here
0: and shit. So. Dog, I'm off on ne- I'm off on next week, so I will 100 hey, like be watching it. Game fun to watch. it,
1: was a it was a blast. It was.
0: You're yeah, exactly yeah, I right. I had a good time
2: watching Tom Brady get frustrated.
0: So you never, you just never know. It's something about them Giants and Tom Brady, man. I, it always gives them trouble. All right, let's go ahead and roll back up to the top real quick. Bobby, Seattle at Buffalo. It's your at session. You're two and six on the season, man. You started out two and zero, and you've lost six straight, bro. I gotta, yeah, I, you, you gotta turn this around, and we're getting to a, a very vital part of the season. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad right now, man. Um, whew, man, Co- I'm blaming this shit on COVID, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. uh it's, you know, Seattle going across the country. You know, Seattle's obviously a great football team. We, are, everybody knows that. I don't, you know, I don't think really distance means anything when it comes to this game. I, I really do like Buffalo. I like Buffalo's defense. I like the way they play, even at home about fans. You know, Josh Allen, you know, he's he's a threat, you know, uh, not just, you know, uh, passing but running the ball. Um, Seattle is favored by three in this game. I really don't have much to say about this one right here, but I am going to take Buffalo losing the game but covering the points in a real close game. I got Seattle winning this one 24 to 22, but Buffalo covering three points right there by a point. Take Buffalo with the points three in a close game. Wow,
0: that's a big one, man. That's a big one. We'll see if that comes to fruition. But with the with the weather up there, you know that could definitely yeah. happen. Yeah, uh, hey
1: man, they they needed the weather up there to slow DK Metcalf, man. To me, who's and a bad human being, man. Yes, yeah, I mean, we haven't seen anything like a human being a long time in this game, man. Every week, more and more, man. I just this guy just he's an animal.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent, man hundred percent speaking of an animal sometimes matt turns into an animal and he gets upset matt what's grinding your gears bro oh
2: my goodness dude yo guys all right so it started (laughs) off it started off big beasley's been grinding my gears for multiple years now and then it shouldn't even be grinding my gears but it is this guy that i can't stand that man and then now today tack mckinley yo this guy with the clown emojis and everything else, this guy is the clown, too. What do you mean? He, he, he oh, the, Actually, you know what? I am not, I'm mad, too, that the Falcons uh, uh, turned down a, a second-round pick for him last year. That is insane in my mind. But the dude had, okay, had seven sacks his rookie year, six-and-a-half the second year, and has been injured ever since. What are you talking about? I don't understand why he would even want to be out of here. It doesn't make any sense to me. That dude is a clown. Uh, Now he's gonna get benched for the. Who even cares? He's gonna sit down. He's still on his rookie deal. If he if he's benched, it's not even gonna mean anything. And Vic Beasley, man, he had his one good year cast in this year, and the Vikings had that. You know, got paid eight and a half million dollars for playing what? Part of eight games. Mm -hmm. He didn't even play the first three games. That dude is. I hope nobody picks him up, and I know he's done. And then next the second the next year's guy no no we drafted Tack McKinley two years later but both both of those huge first round busts in the end it all comes down to the Atlanta Falcons and we're just as bad as you like the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Browns we'll never win anything we'll always be in turmoil
1: <laughs> yeah I agree with you on Big uh, Beasley man uh. Man, such a huge hype coming out of college or whatnot. and just kind of just uh, never really heard much from there. You know, I had since. that one great season, and
2: if you actually look at the tape on, on that year, a lot of those were gimme sacks. Like, he just got extremely lucky on many, many of those sacks and had a lot of help on them as well. So, yeah, yeah, good riddance.
0: There you go. Vic Baisley, McKinley, you're grinding at Matt's gears. Come on, guys. Get together. You guys have had more than enough time with Matt. Get it right. <laughs> All right, hey, let's go ahead and move it. let's move into locks, guys. Uh, Matt, uh, the king of locks, you have finally gone down. You started out 7-0, bro. The Chargers did you dirty and cost you last week in a close one. Uh, so bad. And, so dirty. And, and with how we kind of call them before you, I'm going to start out with you this week, Matt. Uh, give us your lock, bro. Uh, shoot.
2: Right, I, got I my can give you the teams the if area. you need it. I got it right here. Um. Oh, man. Uh. It's tough. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go ahead and pick New England, man. Woo! Okay. Watch them, watch them lose to the Jets, but I'm picking New
1: England.
0: <laughs> He's picking New England with his lock, people. Bobby, give me yours. You want me to give you your teams?
1: I think I have them in mind right now. Um, yeah, give me my teams.
0: All right, so you have picked Buffalo, Minnesota, Arizona, Dallas, Jacksonville, Indy, Miami, and Philadelphia, and you host a five and three record.
1: Uh, yeah, man, this is the this is the lock of the week right here, baby, and I haven't used them yet. Pittsburgh over Dallas. Lock.
0: Good call. Good call, man. There you go. I'm Dallas, gonna take
1: them. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that one.
0: Philly did you well against Dallas last week. We'll see if Pittsburgh does you well this week. And I wanted to pick them as well, but I couldn't because I uh, I already picked them. And to my surprise, I hadn't picked the Green Bay Packers, so I'm going to go ahead and pick Green Bay on Thursday night to get the job done versus San Francisco now that they're missing three more players. I had that already, but the fact that they're missing three players definitely – on top of all the other players are missing definitely adds to my hopes that they will get it done. So give me Green Bay as my lock of the week. All right, let's do some bold predictions. Let's do some bold predictions. Uh, we haven't uh, – I, I need I need some crazy ones, guys. Matt, I'm going to start – well, actually, you know what, Matt? You started the last one. So, Bobby, I'm going to start with you this time. Go ahead and give me your bold
1: prediction for the week. All right. Yeah, so my bold prediction for this week is um, it's going to be Lamar Jackson, man, playing against one of the best defenses uh, in the NFL with Indy. I think we're going to see uh, Lamar Jackson have a game that he hasn't had yet this year. He's obviously underperformed, um, you know, reigning MVP. I see Lamar Jackson going for 450 total yards, 300 in the air, and 150 in the ground.
0: All right, okay, okay. Um, look, you know, when I, we do these, they're obviously, we try to make them kind of absurd. And the point yeah. is to do that because they're bold predictions. So, my bold prediction is that Dalvin Cook is going to once again go off, he's going to have three total touchdowns this week and over 150 yards rushing. So give me Dalvin Cook, another week. And uh, believe it or not, guys, he's second in rushing mis- after missing six quarters of football. He's he's second in the league in rushing. That's pretty impressive to, to me. So Dalvin Cook, uh, three total touchdowns and over 150 rushing yards. Matt, what you got?
1: Yeah, that's crazy, though, with all the time. Sorry, Matt, all the time that he's missed, man. I mean, that, what a bounce back after his injury right there, man. That was a total dominant performance. Wow. For
0: real. It, it's wild. Matt, go ahead, buddy.
2: Um, what's you? What's your quarterback, Lutton? That Lutton Jake guy. Jake Lutton uh, out
0: of the Oregon State Beavers. Your boy's gonna throw for three touchdown oh passes. Oh my! In a loss. In a loss. Ah, oh, poor Jake Lutton, man. Oh, <laughs> Oregon, man. <laughs> Oregon State, baby. Yes. Oregon Let's State go, Beaver alum gets three TDs in his first game, but takes the L. All right. I like it. I like it. That's definitely out of there, all three of us. I, I think we yeah. have some pretty damn good ones. Bobby, what's up? You got something? No, 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 no. I'm just, you know, Lutton,
1: baby. Lutton, baby? That's all right.
0: right. All right, so last week we did uh, our first power rankings, and we're going to bring them back this week. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and leave, lead us off if you guys don't mind. So yeah. last week... Uh, Mine were the Steelers, Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, and Ravens in that order. And I have had a slight change in my power rankings. I introduced one new team. Um, four teams still stayed in it. I had one team move up the position and one team move down too. So it's as follows. Uh, fifth place, I have the Packers. You know, the Packers did lose to Minnesota. I still think they're a strong team. And I trust them more than, than I do a few other teams that just missed the list. So give me the Packers at five, making their first appearance in my power ranking top five with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Matt, you had them in yours last week, and now I see why. There's definitely a confidence in this team. They're figuring it out. Yes, I know they had a close game against the Giants, but this is a team that you don't want to screw around with right now. Brady's got them believing for sure. Arians is doing a hell of a job, and I like what Leftwich has done as far as the OC position as well. So I have the Bucks in fourth. Seattle goes up a position 2-3 for me. Uh, Hey, man, I love the Seattle team. There's no no questioning that. I had some questions, though, after uh, Russell Wilson's performance the week prior, but last week he did exactly what I thought he would do and rebounded. So I have them at three, and then my top two, there is no change. The Chiefs at two and the Steelers at one. Steelers still the strongest team in my eyes right now at the moment with the Chiefs being extremely close. Bobby, go ahead and uh, give us yours next.
1: Yeah, I really don't need to talk, you know, uh, pinpoint, you know, anything about these teams cause like you and I have and West pretty much all the same teams but just not in the same order but uh, starting at five I got Baltimore at five okay I got I got Tampa at four I got Seattle at three I got Kansas City at two and Pittsburgh at one can't I just don't know how you can go without Pittsburgh right now I mean off to what are they seven and oh now or eight and, oh? well, and they'll no. be well eight and oh soon
0: but yeah. So. <laughs> All right, Matt, what you got, buddy?
2: So mine is just a little bit of a reorder of my same exact actual top five of last week. Um, so number five, I got Green Bay. Number four, I got Tampa Bay. Uh, three, I have Seattle staying staying right there. Uh, this time, I have uh, KC at number two, and then number one is Pittsburgh right now for sure. All
0: right, Matt. Me and you have a hundred percent. Exactly the same. Yeah, I dropped Lamar. Green Bay. You did, you did. And I saw <laughs> you had the Ravens hanging in there. So they were my only question mark team right now. I'm still not 100% on Lamar, man. I'm just not there with him. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. That's the only reason they said – and that's what it came down to to me. It came out down to the quarterback battle. But I tell you what, if Green Bay doesn't get that run defense figured out, they will fall out of my list and you will see a Ravens team potentially come in. Or hey, keep, keep an open mind, maybe the Cardinals in the top five. I'm impressed by that team, guys. Uh,
1: I got them hovering right there in that six-seven mark right
0: now. So, you know me. You already know Buddha time. Yes,
1: sir. <laughs> All right. Last
0: thing we're gonna do before we finish up for the night, let's go ahead and do some mid-season awards. And you know, we talked about this at the beginning of the season doing this, so I really wanted to make sure that we did do this at the halfway point. We're gonna go ahead and give us a give away some awards tonight. So I'll save the MVP for the last one, but let's go ahead and uh, I'm gonna start out with uh, I'll start out first. I'll do the Offensive Player of the Year. And uh, I tried to make it somebody different than my MVP because I wanted to have a little fun with this, obviously. So my uh, my offensive player of the year is Alvin Kamara so far. I mean, th- this dude has been extremely impressive. Do you know he is second in the league in receptions right now, only behind DeAndre Hopkins? He has 556 receiving yards and three touchdowns, seven uh, receiving plays of 20-plus yards. And like I said on top of that, he's also having a great running season as well. Um, he's not... Up towards the top, but he is very close to striking distance with about five or six other running backs, 431 yards on the ground and four touchdowns, five runs of 20-plus. He is my Offensive Player of the Year at this moment. Matt, who you got for yours? Uh, I'm sorry. I completely uh, blanked. What, uh, which one are you on? Uh, so we started, we're started. we starting with
2: Offensive Player of the Year. Offensive Player of that's that's all right so that right now i have we're just doing is the entire nfl right yeah like we're an entire NFL, nfl
0: nothing we're not doing not nfc good. FC. that's just good a
2: deal, good deal good yeah. deal sorry all right this, that's the way i did it. i got pat mahomes uh 20 touchdowns one pick dude's amazing um yeah pat mahomes
0: is that's, that's a good that's one that's a good one bobby who's your offensive player of the year
1: I have Alvin Kamara, too, man, just total package right now. I mean, like you said, I mean, second in receiving yards or, or what catches or receiving yards in the NFL right now. Um, obviously, the catalyst, you know, for that football team, Mr. Do-It-All. I mean, the guy is just tearing up week in, week out. I mean, I don't even – I mean, I can't pinpoint all the stats right now, but I guarantee you he's probably averaging close to 150 yards total offensive game. Um, New Orleans goes as he as he goes. Um I I tried to – when we did this list right here, I didn't want to have my MVP and my Offensive Player of the Year as the same people Mm -hmm. and whatnot, but I got Alvin Kamara as my Offensive Player of the Year right now, currently.
0: Okay. All right. Defensive Player of the Year. Bobby, I'm going to come right back around to you. Go ahead and give me your Defensive Player of the Year at this point.
1: Uh, I'm going with Garrett, man. I mean, Miles Garrett's an animal. Uh, You know, I mean, this up-and-down Cleveland Browns team – He's, I mean, I mean, he's the sole heart leader when it comes to defense. Uh, I think right now he's got, what, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's got nine sacks. I mean, this guy's on pace to have, you know, 18 to 20 sacks this year. Um, obviously, after last year's, you know, controversial end of the season, you know, with the incident uh, in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's a physical freak. Um, to me, he's pretty much unblockable. You know, he, to me, is what, like, Khalil Mac was a couple years ago. I got Miles Garrett right now. as my defense player here. You know, I wanted to say Buda Baker, baby, but not there yet.
0: Not there just yet. I'm
1: not there yet. Buddha. Buda missed a couple games and whatnot, but he Buddha has been playing like defensive player of the year the last three or four games. But um, I'm definitely going Miles Garrett
0: right now. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna stay on the uh, the defensive line. I'm going Aaron Donald. Yeah, it's I know it's an easy one, but you know what? I'm still taking the dude. He's been impressive. He's going against ridiculous double teams on every play of every game. He's breaking through, and in every single game, his name is being called. It doesn't matter who's on him. He does also have nine sacks on the year. You know. Surprisingly enough, I almost picked somebody else for this, and I almost picked Yannick Ngakwe. He's got 10 sacks in the season, 25 combo tackles, 21 solo tackles. He's been pretty quietly impressive, and he's going to continue to get better on a way better defensive line with uh, with Baltimore. And, you know, it brings me no joy to see Jags players go other places and being massive, massively successful. But, hey, i got to blame our own franchise for that one, and I have nothing but good things to say about Ngakwe at this point. So, um, But my still, my defensive player of the year is Aaron Donald. Matt, go ahead.
2: Yeah, this one was kind of tough for me uh, just because, I mean, come on, there's so many uh, – there really is – a lot of really good players out there um aaron donald's easy um i it's tough i i really i really want to pick and actually you know what i'm going to i was back and forth i'm, I'm picking miles garrett too the dude is just way too impressive man the guy's a, just a freaking monster um if it wasn't for him, uh, I, I'd say maybe it, I think T.J. Watt is is quietly producing um, yeah, a cool. really really uh, strong case for defensive player of the year. Um, the fourth Buckner on that is on the Colts now has mm-hmm. been playing extremely extremely well. But yeah, Miles Garrett, man, that dude is just a monster. Okay, that's
0: a that's a damn good one. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Now, I am really interested to hear about this one, Matt. I'm going to loop back around to you on this one. You go ahead and give me your Offensive Rookie of the Year at this point. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe
2: Burrow, um, baby. Yeah, man, he's done so much. You already know. Uh, I like him right now better than Justin Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert's got a little bit more to work with. Um, yeah, on the, on the Bengals, man, doing
0: doing what he can with that. <laughs> that. Whatever talent that he's got on that team. Mm. I, I man, I'm gonna go ahead and just jump in. I'm right with you. I got Joe Burrow as well. The exact same reasons as you. I not a whole lot other to touch on than what you said, Matt. You kind of nailed it for me, Bobby.
1: It's gonna be a clean sweep right here. Definitely Joe Burrow. I mean, he's thrown for 2,272 yards, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, 91.4 quarterback rating. I mean, obviously, look at the players he's playing with right now. Player personnel. I mean, this guy's. Not just is he doing well, obviously, on the stat sheet, but, I mean, the guy's really not turning the ball over that much. And, um, you know, getting thrown in the Wolves from day one you know as an NFL quarterback is not an easy um, feat, by any means. Pretty impressive, this guy, to be honest. You know, I think he's exceeding all expectations that I thought. I knew he was going to be a good one, but he's off to a great start, and I think this guy has um, superstar ridden all over.
0: Bengals fans, you have every reason to be excited right now. Clean sweep with Joe Burrow for offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I'll go ahead and do this. Start this one out. Defensive rookie of the year for me, and and this one was a little bit more difficult for me to do. Um, but based on the team that he's on and the impact that I've seen him made, not only. Just from stats alone, but he always seems to be near every tackle. His dad used to play in the league as well. It's Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, that's my uh, that's my rookie of the year on defense. He's just been mad impressive. He only does have one interception, yeah, I know. But every hit I, on that Tampa Bay defense, any pass, he's always right there. He's been very impressive to me. I've enjoyed watching him play, and I've been keeping an eye on him all season long. And He's been continuously producing for me, in my opinion.
1: Uh, Bobby, go ahead, buddy. Hey, I have it written down right here, too. I mean, Paul Winfield, nice. uh, Jr. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, um, NFL defensive rookie of the month for September. Like you said, you know, only that one interception um, for the year right now. But, you know, I mean, he's the integral part of that Bucs young secondary. Absolutely. That's to really, you know, week in, week out right now. He's already racked up 23 tackles, two sacks. Three quarterback hits, one tackle for loss, two pass defense, and a forced fumble. You know, I mean that ranks, you know, I mean he I mean he ranks second in sacks and tied for second in tackles and fourth passing defense right now. NFL for DBs. And, um he's got that secondary rolling and Arians um you know on the Arians team over there in Tampa right there. I got him too, Wes. Good things. Hey, sure. Yeah, man.
0: Matt,
2: what you got? Hey, I got Antoine What? I did not think
1: <laughs> that was going to be a I swear, sweep. I swear, I swear, I swear. I thought someone
2: got chased down. No, man. <laughs> that's I, wild. I, again, I'm really, really impressed with that kid, dude. Yeah, again, like Wes said, you just see him around every tackle. Even if he's not a part of it, you just see he stays right there. He's always near near the ball, and that's what you want as a, as a you know, as a ball hawk in safety, I mean, yeah, again, not not many picks, but um, overall, you know, he's got a couple sacks there and a couple fourth fumbles. I mean, he's the real deal, man.
0: I would never have guessed in my well, life I mean, that all three of that... us picked him.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know
2: how that happened.
1: Yeah, I, I've never in a million years would have thought about that. Um, but the crazy thing is, like, that whole interception thing is kind of overrated, man, because here I go. You know I'm gonna mess with my boy Buddha though. He's been in lead for three years. he just had his he just had his first pick three games ago. You, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. You can yep. be a factor without getting interceptions every game. You know? No, hundred
0: percent. You're right. Agreed. Agreed. Without a doubt. Wow. Clean sweep on the on our rookie of the year for offense and defense. All right, let's go ahead and see if we get a clean sweep on coach of the year. Uh Bobby, go ahead and leave us off, bro.
1: Not much to say about this. Mike Tomlin, undefeated. Love the guy. Virginia native. Beast. Huge fan. Wish Dallas would have got him a long time ago. Obviously, he's never—he's not going to leave Pittsburgh ever. Keep, to me, I don't know. I mean, you guys might have different opinions, but Mike Tomlin definitely. You know.
0: All right, so um, some teams are good at drafting QBs. Uh, some teams are draft good at drafting wide receivers. The Steelers, man, they are good at finding head coaches, and I picked Mike Tomlin too, bro. I mean, if you would have told me that they would be at this point right now after losing Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown with you know within a year I, I I would have you know laughed in your face I've hated I, as a Jags fan of you know part of the old central I've always been a, a that's been that's a rival team to me it's Pittsburgh but god damn it it is fun watching them they are a blast to watch and, and, and they've been doing their thing man this defense is nasty Mike Tomlin has kept this team together kept them focused and they're out here winning games and, and looking good doing it so Matt I don't is it a clean sweep match
2: yeah man i got that omar epps looking motherfucker mike tomlin is my fucking <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: right here right now um i love mike tomlin him, man too. always have always have even you know hate the Steelers, mm-hmm. but you gotta respect the man he, he he coaches the hell out of that team and especially what they did last season too um the past couple of seasons have been kind of rough for them but yeah, my comma, man. Yeah, clean sweep.
0: Clean sweep. All right, let's see if our MVPs are a clean sweep. Probably, Matt, Matt. I'm gonna roll back around to you. Go ahead.
2: Russell Wilson.
0: Russell Wilson.
1: Easy for me.
0: Easy for you, Bobby.
1: Russell Wilson, baby. I mean, <laughs> and you know what? You know what killed? You know what? Couldn't believe Matt or West when you posted that thing that that man takes two days off a year. Thanksgiving and Christmas, he spends a million dollars on his body to work out whatnot. That boy's all in, he's and you know it shows.
0: Absolutely, without a doubt. And Russell Wilson is also mine too, guys. Like I've been, I've been pre-facing this for like three or four weeks now. I said it last week after he had a down week. I said this guy's gonna have a great week. He's gonna rebound and he's gonna once again be my MVP candidate. Look, he is. I know Mahomes is fantastic. They're both great. They're both great. Russell Wilson, I think, has a little bit, a little bit less DK makes up for a lot of that, and Lockett has been sure impressive. But uh, the run game to me, they don't have as locked down, and they don't have anywhere near as good of a defense. Which means Russell Wilson's got to step up and perform on a consistent basis. He's throwing, he's completing seventy-one percent of his passes, uh, twenty-six touchdowns to only six interceptions. He's got the highest yards, uh, yards per attempt, with the exception of Deshaun Watson. I believe is the only other person ahead of him, but he's at eight point four per attempt. I mean, this dude's a beast. 120 QB rating. Russell Wilson does it all. He he deserves it all. He's my MVP. It's a clean sweep again. I can't believe we sweeped on like four things in this, but we did and that is what it is. Uh I love it. I love it, guys. So we're halfway through the season uh before we sign off here anything big, any big notes, anything you guys want to talk about before we sign off for the night.
2: I'm not off the top of my head. I mean, uh, we covered a bunch today, covered a bunch yesterday. Mm -hmm. Thanks for everybody checking us out.
0: Yeah, thanks to all the new viewers. We had a massive surge in viewers in the last uh, few days. So I appreciate everybody listening, new and old. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. It's been cool being able to get kind of guests on the last few weeks. Uh, We had Jared a couple weeks ago, and then uh, yesterday we had Logan. So that was really cool. So I've enjoyed that. Matt, I know you had a blast with it, too. Uh, Bobby,
1: you got yeah. anything for us? No, nah, man, nothing, man. Uh, just uh, like you guys were saying, man. Appreciate everybody downloading this right here. It's only gonna go up from here. We're only gonna get better. Trying to get our defensive player of the year, Malachi Grant, on Coach Rowland, and obviously Nick once the season, you know, kind of uh, slows down for him or whatnot. Just great things to come here in this podcast, man.
0: Nothing but love. Proud to be a part absolutely well thank you guys as always for Bobby and Matt I'm Wes this has been The Extra Point and we will see you next week for week 10 recap peace